Good afternoon. Uh, this is Ian Marcus Amelkin, your Vice President for Finance, and I'd like to welcome uh, members of Lucid Dream Baseball to the first L- ever LDB cast. Um, I know many of you enjoy podcasts. I do not join you in that, but we thought that it'd be fun to give you audio content to go along with our written work for those of you who enjoy to listen rather than to read. Uh, on our first LDB cast, I'm going to be joined with two titans of Lucid Dream Baseball, our commissioner, Mr. Matthew How's Stark, it going, guys? And our current reigning champion, Mr. Matthew Brophy. Hello, LDB. So, guys, um, thank you for being guests on my program. Oh, Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's exciting <laughs> to join you. I didn't realize it was your program. But all right. That it was our program. It's my program. <laughs> it's our program. You're my first guest on my program. <laughs> you you can host it sometimes uh, too, fantastic. Matt, if you want. I think we should have some so, LGBT um, uh, podcasts now. Yes. <laughs> and only send the email to certain members of the league. Yes. Perfect. In any event. In any event, uh, as you guys know, over this past week, I've been counting down uh, number 16 to 1 in the power rankings. But I thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about next year and the years that follow for the teams that are out and also for the 15 other teams who are not going to win a championship this year. So we just lost Matt Starr. <laughs> so I'll start with uh, you, okay, Brophy. So I guess I'll go first. <laughs> Well, yeah, why don't I ask you, um, you know, uh, what, what, were, what were the surprises of uh, the trade deadline to you? The trade deadline or the, the kind of trading period in general? Yeah, just the trading period in general. Like, what were your thoughts on the 2018 trading? Oh, I got oh. kicked out. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I know. That's okay. I, so I, the, the first question I asked Matt Brophy was, what were his thoughts on, like, how trading went in 2018? I honestly feel like it was one of the tamer trading periods we've had. I'm kind of, and I need to thank Dubner for doing this trade review email because uh, it, it helps go. I mean, I thought people kind of picked and choose their spots, but but what was probably the biggest deal? Cole? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it I had to so. Cole deal on that. You know, that was weeks ago and, and long in the making. Yeah, and I actually, I actually love that deal for both sides. Yeah, like that was a deal where Jeff kind of bought like a big three-year keeper, and he paid like a huge price for it. But Cole's going to be a great keeper for three years, and it really helps him right now. So I actually really like that from his point. And then Mark has, I want to say, sixteen draft picks in the next two years. Yeah, it's something like that. I, I think Preston Tucker, or, or not, not Preston Tucker. Which, which Kyle Tucker. Tucker. I think Kyle Tucker might be too close to the majors for Mark. I think Mark might, might want to trade him for some draft picks, honestly. I think, you know, this, <laughs> by, by the time this team is ready to compete in, like, 2027, like, you know, Kyle Tucker will be long gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear that, but, like, at this it – I'm just kidding. I, 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 that that was said in jest for the record. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think Mark Mark is, like, such a fascinating owner to me because in his first season – he bought and bought and bought and bought and really went for it. And then when he didn't get it, he was able to do a complete 180 turnaround and sell in a way that we've never seen before in the history of our league. Just some very creative sales. Bro, if you yeah, still- I am still here. Um, I didn't want to cut you off there. 
Yeah, I mean, no, I it's think okay. the the thing about the draft picks is at least if he wants to, whenever Tucker and well, Tucker's up already, but whenever Trammell gets there, some of the guys, some of his guys are pretty close. He can trade those draft picks in for for players, you know, probably easier than if he yeah, I mean, lesser lesser uh, prospects. So he kind of cash in. Yeah, I think he could if he wants to compete next year. He can. Um, you know, I don't, I don't I think he wants it. to compete next year. For the record, I'm right. not sure Mark ever wants to compete. I think Mark just wants to compile draft picks for for the. Well, think about last sure. season when he bought and bought and bought. Is what I was saying of Brophy. I think that one thing that's interesting and annoying about his team is that the coal trade actually made him a little bit better offensively. Yeah. You know, Kepler is playing well. And, you know, I, I had really a tough time against him in the week before the All-Star break. It was kind of a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> that team just – that's a bad team that, you know, fell into a good week and unfortunately it happened against you. I don't think it had anything to do with the trade. Yeah. So that's a really bad fantasy baseball team. And yeah, um, yeah but I, I disagree. I don't think I don't well, I don't think Mark I think there was a path to competitiveness for Mark for next year. I don't think he took it and I think uh he and I have, have talked extensively about this. Uh I, I I don't think this is a league where you need to punt two consecutive seasons to be successful. I think uh he could have taken a different path and been just fine and but he decided this is what he wanted to do. Uh, I think what, what's weird about his draft pick situation too is most uh, he he only has one first round pick next year, so he's right. he's got eight picks in the draft, but half of them are third rounders. I think he's not really going to see the the fruits of all these trades until the twenty twenty double A draft. Uh, yeah, my guess my guess would be that he'll he'll trade some of those thirds for 2020 seconds, right? Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, and I think while we're looking at this, and I was looking at this before we sat down, Becker's done great. Becker has four first-round picks next year. Yeah, he mm-hmm. has he has 12 overall in the next two drafts, too. Right. So he's, he's doing – and he has yeah. current prospects a lot better, probably at least a lot more depth than Mark does. Yeah, agreed. I, I, he's got some guys that are close to the majors. He's had – I mean – he ended up having a great double A draft this year. I mean, getting Alex Kirilov, who who looks like he's going to be something, some special potentially. Some of his guy, you know, I mean, Grant, he came into more of a farm system than far, than Mark came into the season with. But I think Becker is is closer to competitiveness than Mark is right now. One uh, more thing on uh, Ian, just on catching uh, Mark on a bad week. As the guy who's mm. currently trying to pick an all star off of his roster, holy shit, it's not a good team currently. <laughs> fair enough fair enough so let me you know just one more question about trading and then we'll just talk a little bit about how teams are set up for the future what did you guys think about sean's decision uh to buy segura but keep all of his expiring contracts i mean i was fine with it you know i i was surprised that sean was as adamant about selling as he was given he was in you know his, his team is not great uh let's be honest but he was in the the fourth the second wild card in federal coming into the coming into the trade deadline and um peterson is facing a very tough schedule down the stretch um Mm -hmm. and i I think sean i I think it was was pretty clear that this was not a seller's market down the stretch and i think sean realized maybe it was better to buy he didn't pay a big price for segura segura is like a top maybe a top five shortstop these days um yeah i love i love that deal i love that deal for him because it's 
giving up one pick is just like giving up cash, right? You know. Yeah, I okay. mean, I thought he was kind of in no man's land, right? At at that point, he kind of could have gone either way, and I mean, this should hopefully get him into the playoffs. And like, as much as we like to talk about standings, once you get into the playoffs, it really is kind of a crapshoot, so right? Exactly. Right. I mean, I think you know any team that's good enough to make the playoffs probably has a forty percent chance of winning a playoff any a playoff yeah. game on any given week. Yeah, I mean, especially in that position, like I think he's now. 16 or 17 games back from Brophy in the division. He's not going to get a bye. But teams like um, the Deepas and the Aids um, that, and the, po- and the Polo- Poyos that were close to being in the conversation for a double bye or might get a double bye, do you think that they should have maybe tried to buy more aggressively? I thought Anton could have. Yeah, I, I, but I don't. I don't know what it would be. I don't know exactly what Anton needs—a shortstop, maybe. I think Schutzer. If I'm saying, if if somebody lost the trade line deadline, it was Chris Schutzer because there was an obvious. He has such an obvious need on his team for a first baseman, and there were so many first basemen available, and he did not get one. And yeah, and I think that you know, I I think Brophy is coming up from behind on him. I think Anton could catch him. I think. Those are both better teams as currently constructed, and Schutzer yeah, just kind of kind of resting on the laurels of his early success. He's a good team, but there were clear holes to fill, and there were players available to fill them, and he did not do it. Yeah, I think he talked himself into CJ Cron being the answer, and you know maybe this season will be different than past seasons, but I don't think CJ Cron is the answer to a playoff team's need at a key position. Right. Uh, no, he ch- didn't. Right. He, I, so, I thought I had heard he but, took a run at Votto, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, I I think Josh was fine. I think you know Josh made his move earlier, um, and Josh kind of has has a you know the ace up his sleeve, and that Walker Bueller is probably coming up this week for him, and that's kind of his from the the rumor. The... <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's kind of his. The trade rumor mill is saying that he is coming up. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of his trade yeah. deadline acquisition. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm not too worried about what Josh did, you know, and Anton, Anton bought, uh, bought earlier. I mean, who did he trade for earlier? He traded for Yelich. Um, who else did he get? I feel like he, he made another deal earlier. Hmm. Uh, am I wrong about that? Well, he brought up all those players. I guess I'm just thinking that he brought well, up all those guys. I mean, I guess he got Polanco, uh, but he didn't, he didn't go get a pitcher. I know, I was thinking he was in on Cole, and I, after I heard, you know, I knew that he was in on Cole, I was kind of surprised that he didn't, didn't make a run at any of the other guys. He's got a deep farm, and there, there was a lot to trade from there. So he And his, his playoff rotation is, pretty, yeah. is still pretty good. Yeah, right? it is. With Severino, Granke, and Snap. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's still really good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, like, you, I right, so, understand um, why Jeff needed Cole a lot more than him. Yes, absolutely. Sorry. One of you guys is a little bit uh, coming in and out. Is it on me or is it on you guys? What was that? Imagine I'm in the worst long-term future shape, right? We touched on that one, yeah. Yeah, we were starting to talk about that before uh, you cut out there. Yep. All right, so let's start there. Who's in the worst shape uh, going forward? Uh you know, many years down the line, and and then we could talk more short term. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I will say I think it's tough to talk about 
anything more than like two years down the line, really. I think it's, you know, things, things mm-hmm. can change, can turn around in a hurry. Uh, you know, any, a team can blow it up. You know, obviously you have no picks or prospects. It's not great. Also, your team's not going to be bad next year either. Uh, so no, or the year after. Right. Um, you know, I'm trying to think who you're losing. I mean, you, you are losing to Grom, you know, you're losing George Springer, who's admittedly not having a great year this year. Um, Billy Hamilton, Billy Hamilton, but you know, you've got, you've got some pieces. I, I think, uh, I think what's unfortunate maybe is that, uh, other teams in union are clearly better next year than you are. And you'd have mm. no prospects or picks. I think at best you are probably the fifth best team in union coming into next season. Uh, and that's, mm. and that's going to be a tough spot for you. Um, I think, it's going to be difficult for you to kind of dig out of that. So uh, I, I hope for your sake that you make the playoffs this, this year, because <laughs> I think next year might, might be a, a rebuilding uh, effort. Honestly, you do have a couple yeah. of really good. Keepers my, my, still. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, I have, I have, I have, yeah. Turner. I mean, Ramirez is as yeah. valuable as trout and $40 million less for okay. 35 million. Uh, yeah. so, so, so we're talking about Jacob Turner who has like a seven forty OPS this year, right? Or, or no, sorry, sorry, Justin Turner. who has like a seven forty OPS this year, right? And who's like 33 years old. You know, I don't know if we can count on Justin Turner being old Justin Turner. That's fair. But Ramirez. I don't know. The pa- oh, yeah. Pass- Jose Ramirez is awesome. I love Jose Ramirez. I think he's going to be on a different team next year. Cause I think he's going to trade him at the trade deadline. <laughs> next yeah. year. I, I mean, maybe, I, I, I think Josh's yeah. team is absurdly stacked. My te- I lose basically no one from my team next year. Jeff's team is great. Dubner loses something, but Dubner is in very good shape again next year. Like, there are four mm-hmm. very good teams in Union Absolutely. for 2019. Yeah. Who else? I mean, some of them are going to be adding prospects too, right? Like, Dubner will add – Vlad Guerrero. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, Josh is yeah. going to have Fernando Tatis Jr. coming right, up. He's exactly. Got, he's got Brent Honeywell coming up. You know, right. There, there, there's, there's, a, there's some teams that are in, in very good shape uh, and, and who have a lot of prospects, you know, right on the cusp. Um, you know, theoretically, Dubner will add, um, will add Guerrero, will add Alex Reyes, um, you know, guys like that. Oh, mm-hmm. Alex Reyes. I forgot about him. Yeah, but he's been hurt for a long yeah. time. On the on the fed, on the federal side of things, um, what do you think of the fish fry for next season? Uh, I mean, they they've got a lot of cheap offensive talent. I think I, I I made a list of all their guys that are potentially valuable for next year. I mean, you've got you know Trevor Story, Tim Anderson, Matt Camp, Ronald Acuna, Colin Moran, Nick Williams, Austin Meadows. Clint Frazier, if you get straight to another team, which may happen. I mean, these are all guys who are, are you know, probably starting caliber players. There aren't any stars yet, but there are guys who have potential to break out. Uh, you could see Rodgers and Urias. Right. And maybe even Jansen. Right. I mean, he there's a lot of cheap offensive talent there. I think – I mean, I don't think Jorvi knows how to – draft a pitching staff I think that and, and he doesn't have the pitching prospects who are going to carry him but that Jorby is basically the worst pitching in LDB for like almost two calendar years at this point yeah the glass yeah. now Giolito like busting on both of those guys really set him back yeah and there were opportunities to trade like 
copious opportunities to trade one or both of those guys. And he probably at 80 cents on the dollar. And at this point, I mean, I know 20, for a right? fact, I know yeah. for a fact that you know, the year that I beat Jorvi in the championship, he turned down a deal to take on homegrown Nolan Arenado for Diolito. You know, that was eight. That was wow. H3. The deal who, who Dubner ultimately got in that massive trade where he traded Julio Urias and uh, Lewis Brinson. But he could have had he could have had that Arenado for Giolito, and he said no. And that one thing that one one thing that just dawned on me that I didn't think about before is that you probably have so much more knowledge of trades that didn't happen. It's than probably the rest of the true. That, that that that's one, probably true. <laughs> that one I know for a fact is it was an offer that was on the table that did not happen. Mm. All right, and then what about? Though. Yeah, he is. I think I think of of all the teams who are really bad this year, that is the team whose homegrown talent could really lift him up in 2019, just purely through player performance without trades. Like he has basically an entire offense full of homegrown players. Yeah, he's going to need a couple breakouts, right. but he has the guys to get them. Right, you know, and he's got Matt Carpenter. Something mm-hmm. looks like a good keeper at like you know 22 million. Yeah. Uh, Matt Kemp is viable again. You know, there, there's there's some talent. He's he's gonna have a lot of players and a lot of roster spots and a lot of cash. What would you do with his situation with Anderson's story? Would you follow the Dubner model of keeping Seager and Bogarts, or would you try to trade one of them while their value was still really high? What is Story H three next year? Yes, uh, I think he's an S three. will be an S three next year, but Story has broken out in a yeah, huge know, way. Like really Story good. is a star, and yep. like I, I mm-hmm. at this point, like I mean Anderson's a good player too, but you know if I'm if I'm Jorvi, and oh, I guess it depends what he's trying to do, but if I'm looking to compete in the next year year or two trevor story is going to be a piece of that and and he had you have to keep story and so you know you i would look to trade tim anderson who's you know who has proven to be a very useful fantasy player this year uh he is not trevor story and i don't think is is ever going to have a year like trevor story is having this year i mean anderson might be his what third or fourth best offensive yeah i mean anderson is having a great season he's a good player i mean you can, yeah, twenty-one stolen, twenty-one stolen bases and thirteen home runs. Right. I mean, you know, the, the OBP is not great, but it, you know that'll play when you're doing all that. And give, given the speed, yeah. power, like there'd be worse things than just to keep them both. You know, kind of supplement and right. use one as a utility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, and what? Okay, let's talk about a team that is pro is the only team I think that is susceptible to McQueenie penalties, and that's the Honey Nut Ichiro's. Um, what did you think of their trade deadline? What do you think about them in 2019? I'll just say, I, I felt bad for well, Paul. Paul, I think Paul put together a, a, a team that could have been very competitive this year, and just like everything went wrong. Pretty much everything. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, to lose two pitchers to Tommy John, uh, that's, that's not ideal. Um, you know, it it just like it it just didn't break the way that it could have for him. You know, Walker went down early. Garrett Richards now. I mean, that was part of the risk of Richards, down. though, right? Like that was right. baked into the price. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, what I I think I got ten million dollars for him, right? Yeah. Right. He um, took a lot of like he, risk pitchers, right? Oh no, maybe five million. Five million at the beginning of the season, he took a lot of risk pitchers, and you know. Garrett Richards blew up in his face, but Charlie Morton's going to be a great keeper for another year. 
Right. You know, and, and he's got some guys, some pitchers, who could theoretically help him next year. Forrest Whitley, Mitch Keller. Um, you know, there there are there are players. You know, he's he's Somebody got some team? nice pieces. No, I'm I'm filling up a water bottle. I was wondering if it would sound <laughs> okay. like this. It's very loud. Uh, I'm sorry, but, but some you know, I mean, he's got he's got a couple <laughs> of great great homegrown players in in Ozzy Albies, who, who's you know it's taken off. Nick Castellanos is suddenly like awesome at baseball. I don't really know what happened there. Yeah, I don't want to Castell- talk about Albies. Castellanos is only like twenty five somehow, and you know is is breaking out. You know, it seems like he's been around. Yeah, he came up at like twenty, but he's like having a huge year. You know, those. I think there's. I think that's a team that that he's got some good keepers could, with Herrera and um, Ramos too. Right. You know, there's there are some pieces there for for him to. Yeah, you know, I, I think he did. I didn't think he got great return for his guys, but it was just kind of the reality of the market. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that he he obviously prospects he could for Votto on right. an expiring contract, but you have to wonder. Could he have done better if, um, you know, if other buyers were more aggressive? Yeah. All right. Um, I want to touch on a few more teams, and then I know um, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, I probably we'll, got about five I, minutes. Okay. All right. You've got five minutes left. Uh, let's, let's do a lightning round. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um, who wins um, – who wins the honk ball? I, I think it's Josh. I think Josh, he's got, I don't know, what's his lead right now? He's got like an eight-game He's game got an eight-game lead. lead. Yep. He's got an eight-game lead, and, and I don't think his team is – I don't think anyone has a notably better team than he does. I don't know that there's a, anyone who's going to make up an eight-game gap. If it's anyone, it's Dubner. Dubner probably has – well, Dubner probably has the most talented team in LVB right now. Um, if there's anyone, it's going to be him. But I, I mean, Josh's team is very good, and I, I, I there's just barring some just really bad luck, I think he probably holds on just given the the gap that he has already. I'm, and who wins? Oh, I'm going to go Dubner because he's been there before, and I think it's probably the best roster, maybe the best roster in LBB. Like Start is trapped off. With Star off the phone, uh, does 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 Honkball get the double buy or does Star hold on and keep the double buy? I think buy? Star probably holds on. What's he at one ten right now? He's at one ten. Josh is at one oh eight. And I don't. And everybody else is at a hundred and below. And I I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it's a pretty easy schedule for Star the rest of the way. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he I, has I have a schedule. very. I mean, I, I play. You know, Jor- I guess Jorvi is not a pushover anymore. But I play Jorvi. I play Mark. I play Becker. I play Nate. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's pretty nice. I got Anton this week, and then it's, it's it should be smooth sailing. So, um, jo- Josh has got a much tougher schedule. I am, you know, if anyone's going to catch me, it's going to be Josh. Uh, but I, I, but he's got a tough schedule. I think he may have a better team than I have, but I don't know, given the ske- difference in schedule, that he's going to be able to catch me. All right. Okay. How about um, who gets the uh, who get who who wins iron and oil, Deeper or Polo? Uh, Poyos. Uh, Deepa has an eight-game lead on them. I think he holds on. Do they play each other again? Week twenty. Oh man, probably comes down to that. I think it could come down to week I'm... twenty. I think. I think you know. It's a... oh, maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's wrong. I'm sorry. The week twenty matchup that's crazy. I think is uh, works aids. Oh yeah, that could be huge too. 
I'm, I'm looking at the deepest schedule right now. Let me get it pulled up here. Uh, yeah, oh, they do play in week 20. You're right. You were right. Okay, yeah, I was right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think it's the kind of thing where, you know, they go into week 20 with Schutzer up, you know, three or four games and a big win from Anton could take it. That, that's kind of how I see that unfolding. Right. I agree with you there. Does, uh, does who, who gets the second wild card in the federal, the wind or the whack? I, bro, if you, who do you think? I would ha- I think it, they're pretty even teams to me. I, you know, I would want to look at the schedule, which I actually should have looked at already, but. Okay. I have it in the power rankings. If you want to look, they, I think they have a very similar. I, I think, together. I think Peterson's, I don't think they're that even, honestly. I think Peterson's got a much better team. I, I kind of accidentally gave him exactly what he needed with Reese Hoskins. And I think, you know, he's, he's got, he had a bunch of pieces. He just had some real holes at the back end of the lineup. And a guy like Hoskins, it's like exactly what he needed. It, the, yeah, well, he, he also right. he, 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 you know, like, he has Trevor Bauer, and I don't really know, I know. what else. God, so, good. so good this year. Yeah. So good. He was, on my, he was on my work league team, and yeah, he's really yeah, good. Yeah, the back um, of his pitching staff has been a mess all year. And, 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 so, so, you, so you go whack. And the Wackers are going to win it. Uh, I, I think they're, I think just by virtue of, I think they, they've got a leg up. Uh, talent-wise, okay. I, I'm going. I'm going win just because of scheduling, and Chris Sale, and Brophy. Yeah, probably win. I think it's close. Okay. Do you do you get the double buy in the federal, or does the winner of the Iron Oil? No, I think I think either Anton or my guess is either Anton or uh, or Chris. Really? I mean. I- I mean the thing is, my team is carried so much by Aguilar and Muncie. That's true. I, I, which is just such a weird place to be in. I, right? I, I did see a piece today on Hades Aguilar is going to be terrible in the second half. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that's... Which is, feels like a pretty obvious bet, right, for both of them to regress. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But hope maybe they okay. maybe they keep it going for five more weeks. Okay, and then who um, who are the two wild cards from the Union? It's a tough one. I know. I mean, I I, I think it's gonna. I'm just gonna go with the two best teams. I think it's gonna be Dubner. I think it's gonna be Jeff. I, I I think they've got you know they've got the leg up already. I think I think what's the the so disadvantage. You think, Ian and, you think Ian and Hughes are out? I think I think Ian and Hughes are. Out. If anyone's gonna sneak in, it's gonna be Ian though, because Ian has the schedule advantage. Hughes, I think Hughes is the weakest team in that division, and his schedule is absolutely brutal. Like he plays the entire division and like another playoff team, like two other playoff teams. Yeah. Like I, th- I think it's, I, it's I think nasty. Hughes is, is in trouble. He, so Hughes plays. Uh, Hughes plays actually. He plays the Ichiro's this year, but then he plays. Uh, actually, his schedule is not as bad as I thought. He plays Ichiro's. He plays Ubrophy. He plays Sean. He plays Dubner, and he plays Jeff. So it's not as bad as I thought. It's mostly playoff. It's teams, still pretty though. bad. Yeah, it's still pretty bad. All right, and so I know uh, we got to wrap up. So I'm going to ask a few more. Um, who is playing for the championship and who wins it all? Are you going to say each other and one of you is, and one of you will be the first four time champion. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's tough. I, I honestly, it's going to depend how the seating unfolds to me. Like if Dubner can find a way to win the honk ball, like, and, and cut out having to go through having to win four games in the playoffs, like, I think Dubner's the favorite. I, I think, but if, if I come in, come in, sorry. 
You guys can keep talking. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Sorry, what you were saying? Oh, that, that was it. I mean, I was. I, I think if Dubner can get a buy, I think he's the favorite to win it all right now. I kind of agree that he has the best roster. Like, it's the playoffs are kind of a crap too, but I think he has the best roster. Um, and I think on our side, I, I think the best roster is Anton's. But me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know anything could happen. But I, I, th- I think, I think you know it, it's going to depend. Who honestly, it's, it's going to depend on who gets the double buy. I mean, the teams in the double buy, from a, just a pure odds perspective, have such a leg up on, on yeah, everybody else in terms of because we're all pretty even at the top, honestly, and anyone can beat anyone. And so, getting the double buy is like you know you avoid two coin flips basically. Uh, and that's right. and that's yeah that's going to be the difference. So yeah, the the team. The, so I mean. I would say, you know, if, if I had to guess right now, you know, it's 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 me or it's Brophy, uh, just because I think we're in the better positions right now. I don't believe in Schutzer's team. I don't know if he's going to hold on to the double buy. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why um, you guys are my one and two in the power rankings. All right, so last question. Uh, who wins the World Series in real life? Did the Dodger trade go through? Not yet. Okay. But I'm sure it will. So I I'm not so sure. You know the okay. Orioles are so bad with those uh Yeah, who knows? Medical yeah. Thing. I mean I oh god. I, 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 don't, I don't I'm uh it makes me sick that I'm gonna say this. I think it's gonna be the Red Sox and like that's disgusting. But they're the best I think they're they it, it's the the Red Sox and the Astros and the Yankees are so much better than everybody else right now and the Red Sox are going to win the AL East, and they're not going to have to play in the playing game. And so it's, you know, I mean, if the Yankees, if the Yankees win the playing game, then they're just as dangerous. But you know, they're, they got right. that likely impediment. Uh, but it's probably right. the Astros or the Red Sox because those teams. I'm 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 going to go bold and say the Cleveland Indians are going to win the World Series. I think that they could fill the, their needs with trades pretty they easily. They need to address that bullpen. I mean, the guys who've carried yeah. them in the last few years, are they suck. Like, Andrew Miller is hurt and has sucked, and Cody Allen has sucked. Right. Like, the, they, they, yeah. they, they destroyed those guys, basically. They, yeah, who's even right. in that bullpen now? I don't. A bunch of bad they, people. They rode those guys <laughs> so hard, and now they've blown up on them. All right. Brophy? Uh, yeah, I mean – I think the the Red Sox are probably the favorite at this point, if I had to guess. And then from the NL, maybe the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, I see, I see where uh, you're yeah. going with Cleveland. I mean, that rotation and the playoffs of Carrasco can get healthy and right. You know, with Kluber, Bauer, and Carrasco, it's that's yeah, you know, that that's going to yeah. mess people up in the playoffs. And the offense right. is sick. Well, and at least and, the top uh, of the offense know, not, is sick. Right, and they're gonna and they're gonna they're gonna be rested. You know, they're gonna win the division right. easily. All right, I gotta All right, take guys. off. Thank you so much. Uh, this will be coming out on uh, as soon as I finish my power rankings, which is almost done. So uh, we'll, we'll maybe maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. All right, Thanks, guys. guys. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys.